Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Art and Labor. We're back, baby. Um, do not come for me. I have a stomach ulcer. Nobody can be mad at me. And that's Hello. right. I held hands at the farmer's market, so you can't come for me either. <laughs> Congratulations to Sarah. Thank you so much. And whoever she's holding hands with. <laughs> probably some, <laughs> probably some uh, vagabond. <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> Some uh, monk on a on a hill somewhere in a parking Some lot idiot or a deity. Ensnared. Um, somebody whose dad some, is some, some sort of vocaloid or something. Vocaloid. <laughs> yeah, some uh, poor unsuspecting fly that has uh, wandered into my web. <laughs> the spider. And I am slowly, slowly um, paralyzing. With well, my welcome venoms. back. Anyway. Um, to art and labor, uh, you know, I'm calling in from fourth coolest city in the world or and neighborhood in the world. I'm calling in from one billionth coolest city <laughs> in the world. That's right, folks. <laughs> the New York exurbs, uh, the one and only, <laughs> Um, right at the top, gotta gotta plug the Penny Fractions oh, yeah. fifth anniversary um uh celebration. Um it's going to be on Wednesday, uh November 9th. Uh and you know, the amazing David Turner, um, severe friend of the podcast. Yes, true, severe friend, yeah. <laughs> um the music and labor art art and labor correspondent um penny fractions of course you all subscribe to penny fractions the fractions of a penny that artists get on these streaming services and just in fucking general if you looked at animal collectives recent post about trying to tour as an extremely so popular act because <laughs> i was um, like i don't know woof well we'll get into all of that yeah um at that's right. Nowadays, baby, we're booked and blessed at Nowadays. We're, we're going to be doing, a, I guess it's a live podcast taping. I'm thinking of it more like a panel discussion because you and Lucia, of course, too busy to do. Well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'll fall. Take Ill. off work. I can't afford to take off work, dude. I'm like, oh my god, they don't give you any sick days here. there. They are no, a failing no, no. institution. They, they, do. they do. I'm just actually like, this is the first job I've had where I'm not taking at least one to four sick days a month because I just can't get out of bed. This is so. Even though this is an extremely stressful job, the fact that mm -hmm. I have not been just faking being sick all the time is kind of bewildering to me. So I have. It'd be anyway. a good job if they paid you 40% more, at least. Yes, that would right? be perfect, honestly. <laughs> I mean, you could always use... That's the problem. It, you can always use just $400 more a month. <laughs> like, I don't know why. It's always fucking $400 would just really make the difference. It never ends. Well, I've been in a mode where I've just been squirreling away because I knew I need to quit one of my yeah. jobs and I'm just trying to like yeah. squirrel squirrel that away so that's I the, can like let loose. Yeah. Um and be a freak again. Not that I, I you know, I get my get my freak hours in, but it's just not enough. I just can, need more. Now you can, <laughs> looking forward to being truly the most problematic gay 
Oh, I want to be so problematic. I'm trying to coin faggot Fujoshi (laughs) instead of saying Fudanshi. That's like my new thing. (laughs) Is Fudanshi, sorry, I'm, Fudanshi is the proper term of a man who's. Fudanshi is um, male Fujoshi. Male Fujoshi. Man man Fujoshi. (laughs) That feels. (laughs) Like why? Why even make it gendered? It's not even not about gender. It's just a lifestyle. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. (laughs) Why are you trying to make things about gender all the time? <laughs> to, okay, I'm just gonna dip into anime for just a second. But oh, the, sure. the new the new season of Pop Team Epic has oh, um lesbian yaoi section. <laughs> like there's like a <laughs> there's a section where where the the two characters are, who are like, you know, like middle school girls are like they're drawn as like hot shoujo boys in male uniform with their girl hair. Yeah. And it's so, it's just so gen- gender. It's just like, I'm just like, there's so much gender happening. Did they do the same thing they did with the first season where they have literally both yes. voice actors yes. sets again? Yes. Fuck, that was so- And that's why it's it's like, it's double yeah. layer of gender yeah. because the first, for people who don't know Pop Team, the first half is lady voice actors yeah. and then the second half is man but it's the exact like old same man. animation <laughs> yeah and and it's well and so it's also it's based it's a it's a four panel gag comic but the oh my god but the four so panel good. gag format it's like very um meta tech i don't want to use the term meta textual but it like plays a lot with the form of a four panel gag comic which in being in the west we tend to have it as like a square so one two you know one two one two like a a a window pane um in a lot of manga it's just all the way down one two three four so there's it was like i remember it was like this really bizarre uh like or it was this big question when they were going to come out with the um the the first season of like how are you going to replicate that kind of um insanity and then they somehow did it and yanked well, the, it. Now they do all these anime jokes. Exactly. And they get, yeah, they they get like, they know big what they're time, doing. Yeah. They get like big time anime directors to like just <sighs> ape their own style. Exactly. That's <laughs> like, that's got to be so fucking fun. <laughs> so good. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my, I guess that's my anime pick of the week and my lesbian yaoi tangent. <laughs> Um, I got it. Yeah, let me write. I got to see the new season. Probably <laughs> being just me being problematic and making shit up, um, and yeah. calling it queer queer theory. Um, <laughs> That's just standing on the shoulders of other giants who just said right. shit, <laughs> and then somehow it became history. The Fujoshi's and their friends between revolutions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, but back to the fucking nowadays where yeah. we will be yeah, doing yeah. an event. I. I have. I'm gonna have so much to say to the nowadays crowd. <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna like. I'm ready. I'm like preparing like a a, yeah. a pledge. And nothing. I'm... Nothing <laughs> makes people want to change more than than being told how much they suck. It's um, not to... that. I love them. <laughs> no, we were talking about this on the show. Is we are the nowadays crowd, yes. which yeah. fine. Yeah, fine. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever seen me in person, but you take one look at <laughs> my glasses and. You're like, hmm, nowadays crowd. 
<laughs> but you know, um, people might not know I lived a block away from nowadays for seven years, like years before nowadays was there and just like watched it happen. And, you know, it just never felt like it was like a place for people who actually lived over there. Um, you know, even though I, I, yeah, even though it, 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 it extremely caters to, to me and my set now, um, you know, at least it that wasn't way. that fucking, I can't remember the name of it now, but that fucking coffee shop on Wilson, um, oh, that like, not the father's knows best. Cause they actually had pretty good food. That's um, such a fucked up name for a place though. That's the one, that's it, definitely the one I thought like, you were saying. And then, uh, but, but there was another coffee when I had the uh, studio space around there. The um, Kava one? <laughs> the, yeah, the, uh, no, wait, no, it was like. Yeah, what was I mean, the? It's all bad over there. It's it was bad so vibes. bad. It was one of the yeah. most cursed Williamsburg Apple Bar, Apple Genius Bar. Uh, not good. When like that was not the feeling at all. It was yeah. It was like no lavender latte, please. Um, every single person I ever talked to about that place was like yeah it feels horrible inside of there (sighs) yeah i hate that shit um hostile interior um feels hostile 30 dollar cover charges are hostile (laughs) so hostile (laughs) um and yeah i don't know i mainly i I just want to make sure i've ever actually been in nowadays honestly that's fine. So where it was, um, it was at that corner. So it's uh, actually located conveniently on top of an irradiated zone. Oh, perfect. So, yeah. Um, it's uh, it's been designated a Superfund site. <laughs> the cover story is it was a watch factory, and uh, they would make the you know glowy. That's where the radium girls were. Uh, yeah. Holy um, shit! But you know, um, if you read into local history of the neighborhood as much as i do you find that there's was a lot of war manufacturing going on um in in this part of town so who the, the fuck knows wow. who the fuck knows? and how do you get designated as a super fun site when you're just making watch faces you know what i'm saying well, no the I medium mean, is pretty bad yeah it's pretty bad but <laughs> okay are you making watch faces and something else on the side Probably. maybe <laughs> definitely i tried to like i showed i showed someone how to use a a riveting uh gun or whatever and wow somehow like i think a lot of people don't put it together where it's like yeah this is it's rosie the riveter this is what she was doing she was making fucking planes to firebomb tokyo you know we can do it baby we yeah can. like we can do it we can be part of the war machine <laughs> We can go and then bomb bomb the factories with all the kids that have to be in the oh. Japanese munitions factories in World War II. Oh. Anyway, all right. Hey, we <laughs> liberated. We yeah. liberated. Yeah, we um, liberated. We liberated them from their emperor and they're freer <laughs> now. Now they have a democracy, so... And they have, um, you know, several American military bases that the locals uh, despise because they are torturous of the local populations literally yeah freedom ring america (laughs) and now it's a cool hip bar 
where everybody dances and uh, does panel discussions about yeah. important topics, which is legit. I'm not being facetious. They're great bills there. Fantastic bills. Um, and it is a really cool spot with, you know, hammocks and, and I used to be oh. more against it until yeah. I would go, I would end up there to meet people and hang out. And I, I would, I would like see, uh, like they didn't give a shit if people like brought their own beer and just sat at the picnic tables with, you know, so just That's like fine. random That's perfect yeah. people like on not weekends yeah. could do that. I could use it that way. So I'm like, okay, if they're letting people just use it this way, I'm kind of I'm more chill with it. That's always now. the thing. It's yeah, you can have, I mean, uh, I mean, then it just becomes a like, oh, it's only okay as long as I feel comfortable. But like, there is, I think, a difference between places that are just um, super stuck up about like, or feel defensive about their position in a neighborhood as opposed to just like, expansive yeah exactly i don't know i i feel like that happened with a lot of places in um i mean yeah in in austin too a lot of these really like classic coffee shop type places that i don't yeah got just straight up replaced with chipotles but um yeah pretty bad uh and well, it's like what's funny about nowadays is like long before nowadays, there's a place across the street called like Las Al- Alcaparillas or something mm-hmm. like that. And it was like kind of a similar dealie with mm-hmm. picnic tables and street food and like mm-hmm. DJs and MCs or screenings or whatever. But, it, you know, all Spanish speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it's funny that it's like, oh, yeah, it's this big diverse thing where we do all these different nights of this and this but it's like oh there's a clear class divide <laughs> oh yeah. between this one across the street and this one um <laughs> and it's just and you know and i'm part of that class too i mean i'm part of that middle zone um yeah too so it, it you know i'm i'm all, i am the problem too so it's like how much can i really complain it's more I'm, I'm very literally part of the problem because a student was just asking me about moving to the city and I was like, yeah, move to Ridgewood. Fuck it. <laughs> no, don't tell them that. Sarah. God, no, the but, college no, but they're kids. Cool. They're cool. Don't worry. They're cool. Like, you, do you understand how many college kids I have to serve the most expensive drinks on the menu to? Let and the then trans lesbians tip? move. I'm sending some people. Well, that's fine. Yeah. I I know several trans lesbians who were born and raised in Ridgewood. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And have, have, you know, I, you know, we have to be around. We always have to be around. But I mean, the thing, like, I even just like when I think about, about moving back, I'm not going to be able to fucking afford Bushwick. And I would find it so annoying to just move there. But I was just there for so long. I have this like unnatural attachment to it. I mean, it is, it's great, legit. Like, it's like, you know, especially like the not. And it got really easy there too. (laughs) Once like, once the, the kind of, unfortunately I had, I had, you know, been part of the process of rolling that, rolling that red carpet out for it. But then it was like, yeah, dude, there's like five grocery stores and like every kind of bar you would want. I don't know. Well, it's like, the thing is like, there has to be, 
like these like this is like the the work we need to start doing which is more mm-hmm. what i'm concerned about with addressing the nowadays crowd mm-hmm. is like something i want to weed out legitimately the only people i want to bully is finance people and yeah. and big big yeah. tech people it's honestly like, not worth bullying much other that's yeah. who i yeah. like the, like I if if right. we're gonna be like um draw a line like, in the sand Hey, what up? Any artist landlords in the crowd? Any <laughs> finance finance bros in the crowd? Any um, NYU students? Yes. Any Tish grads in the crowd? Galatan? Business school? Come? Anybody go to business school? Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Like, uh, I can't, like, I can't help you. Um the only people want we'll, we'll allow are people from Brooklyn College and Queens College. <laughs> That's right. That's right, baby. The public schools, yes. baby. And CUNY. We support, we support the public schools. Yeah. <laughs> New York, New York, number one city in the world. Go <laughs> Mets, Jets, Yankees, Mets, um, Rangers, uh, Knicks. Knicks yeah. uh, Who else? Nets, Nets. Do we have a... Go, New York, New York, number one. Hockey team? I said Rangers. Oh, okay. All right. Is that a hockey team? Uh, uh, yes, dude. <laughs> yeah, um, I know. You know, a, a bitch leaves New York for six months. It's okay. Um, it's okay to not know hockey, but I was really uh, legit mad that you didn't know the difference between the Mets logo and the Yankees. <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> That's one of those, like... That one got me. That one, well, it's kind of the equivalent of, like... I, it's just some some other fucking like someone tried to to i was like oh which car is like our bosses and he was like the bmw i'm like there's four different blue suvs out there <laughs> like what you, does what does what is the symbol <laughs> like oh they that's got a, they that's all a- got like really bent out of shape that it was like oh you don't know like the diff <laughs> I mean, that's fine. I think that's fine, but the BMW one is easy because it has the blue in it. It's like the only one that has like color in it, kind of. I think. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, whatever. I know. <laughs> Fuck cars, dude. I know Toyota <laughs> and Honda. That's. Funny. I don't even know. I have a Mitsubishi. I don't know. Fuck. Anyway, all right. Super entertaining. Um, welcome Sorry. to the Art and Labor, guys. Uh, welcome to the show. At nowadays, get accosted by me in person. <laughs> I will fucking. Some people pay you. money for that, and so will you. <laughs> you can be one of them. Yeah, there. You know, people want to be bullied. They want to be told what to do. I've I've noticed this in my life. It is again, though. Um, Ridgewood, if if you're gentrifying racist Polish people, you know. Yeah, there's there's waves to everything, there's, of course. Yeah. <laughs> but you should get to know, like legit, like what's actually going on before you like blindly go into a neighborhood and yeah, just like decide to pay. What are people paying now? Two thousand seven hundred dollars oh for a God. two bedroom or some shit Fuck. like fuck that's fucked don't pay that i mean and that's the thing it's like also i mean this was also like there are definitely places where um you can still get a cup of coffee for 50 cents you know you just have to actually go into them you have to patronize the local businesses 
You do. You can't just you can't just visit me at. The you can't just visit you nowadays. Have, and you can't just go to nowadays. You have to. You gotta go to, go to La Loma. Uh, oh well, that is a topic I wanted to bring up on the pod. Mm-hmm. Let me let me um, look up my takes on this. Um, Zizmore core, which is like something that. <laughs> yeah, tell Zizmore core story. Uh well, I am decidedly not Zizmore core. I am a Queens nationalist, and right. yeah. Um, I think there is a difference and I'm not into the, I mean, obviously we did a whole episode critical of like the John Wilson show and some of these things that pre like it's the process of making local things precious or, um, yeah, cr- or, um, I mean, it wasn't rent. No, it was, it was much it's much, much better than like rent, but it's absolutely hundred percent. Um, you know, rent is stolen from Sarah, a much evil. better Sarah. Rent Shulman is just evil, but level, yeah. on a lot of levels and John Wilson is good on a lot of levels, but it, ha- it, it, uh, co- it is Zizmore core commodified. No, it doesn't commodify. It kind of does, does. Does it commodify a, a little bit? Uh, let me think about this. I think <laughs> it, I think it increases property values. In the neighborhood. Okay, sure. yeah. Yeah. Um, like a hundo percent, I think that. Yeah. Uh the guy, okay, so yeah, so this is all completely tied into the Ridgewood news du jour of <laughs> being in the fourth coolest neighborhood in the world. According to, you know, notable uh publication, Time Out New York, which, you know, is uh, for sure, guys, a real publication and not just like a bunch of paid advertisements. Like, And people outside and of New York definitely read it. And definitely, 100%. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, stupidest And it's, it's definitely shit. not just a listicle farm. It's um, like worse than Buzz, BuzzFeed. It's worse. It's yeah. like less journalistic integrity than BuzzFeed. Less, like it is a bunch of like circulars like for real estate yeah that's what it is it's honestly so like in 2014 i had a new year's resolution to stop reading listicles Mm -hmm. and i failed and the thing is like you couldn't it's like it would be literally impossible to do that now like in 2014 even i could have lasted if i was strong but this it's just had this horrible horrible effect on it's bad for your brain. They target yeah. your brain in the exact way that it's bad for your brain. Um, and then all you know is stuff that shows up on a pub trivia night. You don't know anything. And it's this little worm that like gets into people's heads like it's real. Um, mm-hmm. And a lot of that is designed by PR firms. And one such uh, person who would hire a PR firm is a landlord. So let's think about, um, we've talked about Kermit Westergaard on the podcast before a little bit. He is a, a landlord in Ridgewood um, that has bought up a bunch of properties in the neighborhood. And it's like, oh, aren't all landlords who buy up a bunch of properties bad? Yes, obviously. They're all bad. <laughs> They're all scum. Um, they Landlordism is a scourge. A leech housing should not be commodified in the it's slightest. It's not good. Just try, try do another scam. It's it's if you need it's if really you really fucked. need to scam. Uh, to be a landlord is 
really uh, bad, gross, gross thing to do. Even if you, even if, oh, I just have one, one yeah. property, or mm-hmm. I just rent, you know, blah blah blah. It 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 changes. It fundamentally changes your social relations mm-hmm. and like your class relations to your fellow human beings. Um, dehumanizing is a dehumanizing uh, position to, to be in. I don't even want to call it a job. It's not a job. <laughs> no, I mean it's just you're you're making other people subsidize your lifestyle. Yeah, and there's something. Directly. There is something. This extra layer of evil permeating the Kermit Westergaard properties in Ridgewood, which, by the way, are <laughs> Rolo's Porcelain, The Acre, that stupid new pizza place um, on Forest and Catalpa. Um, what else? Uh, I don't know. There's like a, a million of them. Um, Rolo's is, of course, featured very prominently in... Um, the Time Out New York piece, um, which alerted my uh, PR senses <laughs> uh, like very keenly, um, which I will have a lot more to say when we are planning. We're legit planning with our friend Nick, who's been on the show before, uh, NGO Industrial Complex episode. Yes. Where... Once you're free. We will do. We will definitely talk. Be talking more about PR and how it works. Oh God. Um, and okay, so sorry, this, I'm looking at it right now. This 51 coolest yeah. neighborhoods um, is just world. so n- nakedly um, catering to this new set of people, which this landlord Kermit Westergaard has talked about extensively mm-hmm. over the years, like. Oh, we're going to, you know, we're going to bring in the young professionals to Ridgewood. We're going to do this. You know, we're all, we're all falling into this, this web set for us by these upper West side, upper East side psychopaths. Um, he'll do, you know, he'll, he'll build out these places that look old. They look like the, cause in Ridgewood, there are all of these like legit, wonderful, like grocery stores, deli counters like artisan level food available none of those places are mentioned in this time out new york piece except for maybe rudy's yeah rudy's because rudy's is is the one and oh and got your hall are like right they're the ones that yeah that like these other businesses are constantly trying to compare themselves to Mm -hmm. and like camouflage themselves alongside Rolos is like and and okay like Rolos is not even good like it's not even good food hold on I have to see what this nearby Bushwick Airbnb oh yeah is at. oh yeah they they shout out Airbnb that's also how you I know need to it's see the location absolutely evil evil publication um because everybody everybody in Ridgewood hates Airbnb like oh yeah it, it is everybody, not tolerated yeah. it is not tolerated like um, there's a lot of scumbag people who will who will try to Airbnb and like it doesn't it it doesn't last very long. Um, but I mean, there's there's other scumbag shit too, like a lot of rent stabilized units. Um, not just in Ridgewood, but like in the whole yeah. city 
are like sitting empty right now as like some sort of bullshit landlord protest like people are are waiting to for the neighborhood to turn and and become more of an airbnb thing but there's a reason why it says bushwick airbnb and not ridgewood right. airbnb <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to look and see where i was just looking out the window i almost want to say elevator elevator god oh it's just brit and greg (laughs) you have the listing for the airbnb nyc art director and copywriter Hmm. oh lord and my life and my life airbnb landlords like an extra (laughs) (sighs) um okay so yeah the reason my pr senses were immediately tingling was um Grab a lunch and a flight at Evil Twin Brewing or grab a bite from the iconic Rolos. Excuse me? Iconic to who? Iconic to who? What? What? Oh, wait. What? Hold up, though. Continue. What? Continue going. <laughs> uh Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> obviously. Obviously, Topos is shouted out. Obviously. <laughs> Oh, wait, oh, is that what you're talking about or no? Yeah, exactly. Or, yeah. Well, obviously, to- Topus is shouted out. I was going to get to that. We're, <laughs> we're absolutely part of the problem. But it's why I feel adamant in, in being in your like, hostile in just, takeover. Uh, hostile, hostile, hostile about it. Yeah. Um, because we have to make the line somewhere. And I get a lot of inspiration from the coalitions that were formed on the Lower East Side. Mm-hmm. That's like that historically won us like a, a lot of different rent protections and like those those ties were you know immigrants different different ethnicities of immigrants and then like the newer art people who some of them were from New York some of them weren't poor people like that's what it really is like. Because that's the thing that we all that have to do us. this together. Yeah. yeah, and it doesn't and work without without. If everybody. Topos is yeah. the cultural hub of the neighborhood right now, then it is our duty actually to like cement what what culture is going to fly here, and not yeah. like the stupid Italian place named after a landlord's dog. You know, <laughs> we're not going to accept that. That the, the this place that specifically caters to tech bros. And young professionals. You know what? I think you're onto something here. Maybe, maybe. Thank you. A place? No. Well, just literally in that, like, if a place is named after someone's dog, the landlord's dog, the landlord's dog, anyone's dog, the it's owner's just, dog. It's kind of. Do you think that it's like, oh, you don't have, you're not able to form true human connections? <laughs> Do you know I what like I mean? Theory. As opposed to like naming it after your grandmother, like a normal well, the, person. That's the thing. It doesn't actually have any historic ties to the neighborhood. It's even not the actually... crazy. Even the crazy fucking people who ran the sign company I worked at named it after their daughter. And they were absolute, but they were very New York. It, that is the New York wild. thing to do. Yeah. Like is like, we're proud to be here. This is our thing. Yeah. We're, we want to be like we want to be a part of this neighborhood like not just like 
host a trendy chef that I like. Or you know? they're not they're not even trying. They just are like, I'm here. I don't want to walk very far to work. <laughs> I don't know if they're fucking here. For a while they weren't. Maybe they are now for a while. No, no, no. It I mean was just like, like I, I mean just like the the truly deep local Oh yeah. No, no, totally. But the yeah, what I'm getting at is like these the, so it's like a lot another argument I hear is like, oh, it's not the chef's fault, you know, it's the landlord, whatever. The chef obviously doesn't have agency over the restaurant if it's named after the landlord's dog. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> and then, like, the other one that that was getting all the trendy write-ups was Porcelain, which is another Kermit Westergaard business. Yeah. Ooh. That Ooh. the guy who owns Porcelain is literally former McKinsey. Like, cool. which you can't be former McKinsey. Like, you're yeah. – you have that uh, – um, big, big air quotes – skill – that con- <laughs> as a consultant that blood um, is just on your hands forever also forever. Who, whoever actually goes to the underdog house anyway um <laughs> fuck me underdog i don't know it is kind of weird that it's over there <laughs> a little weird it's a little weird surrounded by all the um what is it uh uh like Chinatown suppliers and stuff. It, yeah, exactly. That's like <laughs> what I would walk past when I was going to my um, Maspeth studio space in 2013. Um, Word up. Yeah. You can, um, there's a gas station. Anyway. Um, I mean, there's like, we just like, if we're not going to make the lines in the sand, then um, capital will make the lines in the sand like like and the lines in the sand that capital will draw will be around us and push us yeah. out of the neighborhood mm-hmm. the the lines in the sand will be like oh you are too poor to be here yeah. and we don't want you here because you can't afford our 15 dollars sandwiches um yeah. so get the fuck out not even fifty, like twenty two dollar. Yeah, look up the let's think that fifteen dollars was pre uh, was was last year pre inflation. Um, Jesus fucking Christ! I'm looking <laughs> up the menu. I'm doing fact checking. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're we're talking like we're talking like sixteen to twenty two. Um, even there's some thirty two, thirty four. Level I'm, I'm entrees just on at here. These other uh, uh, cities, and oh, we got a we got a uh, separate brunch menu that's fifteen to twenty five dollars. That's that's you know, <sighs> wagyu steak thirty four dollars. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this shit! Who the fuck wants to go here? It's disgusting, and porcelain's not any better. Like fuck porcelain too. Like. There and that and, and so both of them are the ones that get all of the like eater mm-hmm. like all the dining news things bought yeah. and fucking paid for. You know how I know it's bought and fucking paid for because I've lived in Richmond for ten years and I know there's some amazing, amazing fucking things to eat here that would never get a fucking write up in like the you know New York Times imprint. Oh yeah, isn't there like a <laughs> couple good the Tibetan place? Oh, well, yeah, there's Wallen Kathmandu, which is always excluded from any of these like big write ups. What the fuck's up with that? The the story like Wallen Kathmandu is a newer place that was an Mm -hmm. outgrowth of the Nepalese Indian restaurant. That's right. There's like a a a Nepalese Nepalese, pocket from like 
that bad hurricane when there was like refugees allowed for a quick second, <laughs> like, which I think was closed during the Trump administration or something. But yeah, I mean, it's a great spot. It it got local press for sure, and, ma- and maybe farmer, a, maybe a little. I love focaccia farmer and like, like fuck like a, like focaccia farmer would ever get written up anywhere. Manos is another like new place run by people like from Ridgewood that is actually really good and like very high quality and will not break your I think like even, even having in Gottshire Hall is interesting because it's like, Kind of when we were talking about the Lower East Side, maybe an episode or two ago about like, because I've been thinking about that a lot of like, what makes a place able to survive? And like, mm-hmm. Gottshir Hall is one of those places where like, the food is like, it's not it's that, you fine. know, it's pre- it's fine. It's a it's bar. It's a pretzel, yeah. It's a pretzel, but um, it, it kind of, it, it is this like community landmark and that's the thing that has allowed it to survive for a long time. Not so much the fact that it's a bar, but now that like, now that hipsters have been in, you know, hipsters have been going there for whatever, 10, Definitely. 15 years. And, um, but, uh, uh, like there's, there are a couple places that are kind of plucked and said, and maybe they just have the right PR person at the right time. And, and it's like, you're allowed to become the institution of like the symbol of what this neighborhood is. Um, and other stuff just kind of gets like, and it's, it's a more compelling, even though it's like, I mean, I'm saying like, it's a more compelling narrative than like talking about the Nepalese population in Ridgewood, but it's also um, like, gosh, hall is for, for Germans. It's not even Polish. Right. But I mean, it's for the Gotsi people. Excuse you. Exactly. Yeah. The specific type <laughs> of Germans. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, I mean, but there's other amazing food stories here too that just go totally ignored. Like, you know, um, multiple like community groups built mm-hmm. out like, like entire food pantries, like mm-hmm. and Hungry Monk Rescue Truck, which has been in the neighborhood for a long time feeding hungry populations just opened up like a cuban restaurant on fresh pond where's the where's the fucking press about that he's been like this like guy who's put in so much community work into the neighborhood and built where can the people find this truck uh, well it's the everybody knows hungry monk rescue truck is you could find their like all their info there but they like they work out of a church they work with woodbine they work like they work with the the tenants union. They like work with everybody in the neighborhood. And then now there's a new Cuban spot. Yeah. It's like, it, it just opened up over on um, fresh pond near Myrtle. Um, and like, there's, that's like a very compelling story, you know, like this, like very powerful it's guy cool. in the community that it, it is. It makes it a doing great cool stuff. neighborhood. That's the thing that makes it a cool neighborhood. Like that's actually day, yeah. so much cooler than, oh, yeah. there's a bookstore here. There, oh, whoa. <laughs> What's this stupid oh, Topos oh bookstore place? <laughs> whoa, they oh. serve variety coffee? What? <laughs> <laughs> but everybody do visit Topos. Get a <laughs> lavender latte from... Uh, I'll kill you. <laughs> you end a, your life. a lavender matcha... A guy came in um, in a in a SpaceX hoodie, and um, I, 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 yeah, 
I went up to him and I was like, you well, have to take he, that he, off. He went up to here. I'm so sorry, sir. <laughs> there is a dress code. <laughs> we have we have other hoodies in the side. I was like, provide another for your. I was wide eyed. I was like, oh. I was like, um, oh. is that? Are you wearing that sarcastically or like what? <laughs> <laughs> That's actually the perfect way to address that. That was like, oh, funny joke, huh? That you would ever actually support something like that. This thing that's that's absolutely destroying the Brownsville yeah. area, the delicate desert ecosystem of South Texas. You would never actually the- you would never support that. That's so crazy. <laughs> and then you-, you know what's even you know what's even funnier? Well, I mean, obviously he yeah, he was like, Oh, actually I work I used to work there. Um and it's a really nice hoodie and you know, I only I only had to pay six dollars for it. <sighs> wait, and I was like, wait, you paid for it? <laughs> They didn't just give it to you for working. You had to buy a job with the employee discount at the merch store. Oh my god, what a fucking sucker! Wild. (laughs) It's actually so comfortable though, and oh god. And I said, you know, you got to be careful wearing that like big texture around here. Like people don't like it. I'd be careful if I were you. Uh, around these parts. Yeah, around these parts. <laughs> that was like the, I saw that guy like the day after or before or like, or during the, when that Time Out New York piece dropped. Fuck yeah. So I was like, really like, I'm ready Keep for up. them. I'm ready, ready for them. <laughs> Bullying works. I've also, I bullied um, a New York Times photographer from taking photos of the store. <laughs> I was like, she was like, oh, I was, you know, I was gonna take photos for a story. I'm like, oh yeah, what outlet are you with? And she was like, oh yeah, the New York Times. I'm like, what's the article about? She's like, oh, it's actually the real estate section. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. Ooh, <laughs> I was like, I didn't nice. say that. I'm like, well, yeah. I'm like, look, I don't want you taking photos in here. People don't like you taking photos of of the neighborhood yeah. because whenever you guys do an article. Um, our rents go up and people don't like it. You know, just perfectly reasonable <laughs> explanation. Um, uh, and sometimes and like, I understand. And I, I, I salute you for your ability to, to be rude. I'm to rude. people who deserve it. Like in that. a way where I'm like, what do yeah. you want me to do? <laughs> I'm like, I'm just like, <laughs> you tell me, you tell me what to say about this. Cause well, it's I'm also, just, I'm, yeah, I'm it's just, like, I'm doing them a favor by letting them know that you're just asking questions. you got to be careful walking around this <laughs> this neighborhood somebody. in your space next study taking photos for the times um because somebody's gonna approach you if it's not I me mean, it is better than like what i would end up doing which is just fucking yelling at people while biking the coward's way out when i you gotta get up there i just this in particular this one fucking guy who was on like a motorized skateboard on on my bike route home when I was working in the Navy yard. And I was like, fucking choose what you are. Don't <laughs> keep weaving into my shit and then weaving out. You should have hit him. I, <laughs> <laughs> I should have. I've never had I love I love like that I was on except when I was biking. More and more I love doing a podcast because like I like we're you know we're hosted independently i can make threats i can condone <laughs> violence 
I can't do that on Twitter. Like I like, yeah. you know, during the Florida hurricane stuff, I was trying to counter the like the narrative that always comes up around this stuff, like which is like one, Florida people are strong and can deal with it. Yeah. And like and two that oh fuck, it's Florida. They deserve it. Like that's yeah. so fucking stupid. And yeah. another like media ploy to like get people to not give a shit about this and to get Floridians to not be angry that their fucking lives have been destroyed. Yeah. It's not their fault. Like <laughs> it really isn't. Um I so I, I made a threat against the I said the Florida <laughs> ruling class deserves to hang. Oh, not absolutely. the people not the yeah. people of Florida. Yeah. And then I got the, caught. The reality is as scummy and shitty as as the ruling class of New York and New York City is like you can get away Florida with first. Shit they That's could. fine. That's <laughs> fine. Just even like just as as shitty as landlords are in the city, like they are they are ten times worse in Texas and Florida. Like there are there are protections here that just absolutely do not exist, and you get situations where your landlord will just fucking change your locks on you for no reason, and they never have to provide a reason, and they can just throw all your shit out. And it can be because they just want to have a pop up for South by Southwest, you know, like that was that was one of the like, I think God. one of the last real like uh, pinata uh, places that was making pinatas was like just they were like, oh, no, sorry, this is <laughs> this is a SpaceX booth now. <laughs> like. Because we'll make oh, you, more you, money you're for, trying to for live here out for a week than, than having you here for the 20 years or something. This was like this was years God. ago even. Um, God, it's um, and that's that's where like I think the so, the blinders get put on in uh, in the city that like because it just is that they will go as far as you let them. There is that's no what I'm trying to say. Yeah, like. You cannot give them a single inch of uh, leeway with this stuff. No, you. There's why be nice to them? Why? Like what? I mean, like, will, with us with somebody who used to work at SpaceX or somebody who's like the photographer, like it's the adjacent role. It's it's a blurrier. Like I think that that deserves a little more nuance in your conversation because those are people I think who can be. Yeah, like, I'm more. I'm more trying yeah. to be like. Tell your boss. Yeah, tell your boss I mean, yeah. Tell your here. boss that somebody like got in your face about it, or yeah. like tell tell your or or just maybe you should just think a little more carefully about wearing a SpaceX hoodie because <laughs> maybe maybe I will be on my bike again and just fucking smack you. <laughs> <laughs> like you deserve the soup can thrown at you. Oh, yeah, right. go. I, so yeah i another topical moment in art and labor history um i was actually thinking what would you have preferred which painting would you have preferred okay to get souped or what yeah because they we didn't even it was covered in glass so it never even hit and even painting. if it wasn't like oil, right. like oil paint is so resilient. You like, know you what I had really... been thinking when I saw the video, I was like, you know, they took a nice like Campbell's tomato soup, which is basically just red water. Yeah. You know, like it, it was apparent from the beginning <laughs> that this was not actually intended to, to damage it. 
if I, I was, owned a, yeah. if I owned a Van Gogh, I'm celebrating this. I'm celebrating this week. <laughs> I'm celebrating big time. My shit's well, going up. Yeah, my logic was like I think they were going for like a Van like something that people know of, but not something that's actually kind of like kind of not something that's considered his, as historically important. Even though I actually think it's more historically important than something like Starry Night, but like, they couldn't—they probably couldn't get near Starry Night. It's like it's this balance of like, yeah. what can you get to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, but I mean, you know, what would they, actually, the reason you, you can't it? The reason you can't get to that shit anymore is because there was like you know the fucking guerrilla art action group at yes. like and all episode of the, one of other group folks that like did all of this exact <laughs> shit. Um, like, and, and did it sustainably, like, like, or not, not sustainably as in like sustainable, but in a sustained way, they would like relentlessly, if that is a better word, like do these types of pranks and protests, like constantly. It wasn't this one like soup media cycle. It was like, uh, what are they doing this time? They're putting you know, they're putting a bunch of trash in front of the Lincoln Center. I don't yeah. like, you know, like, you know, I support the spray paint Malai on Guernica. I think that's a yeah. much better thought out piece. I think that's like, I, I think, you know, it shows like this type of artwork, just like all type of art in the Western world yes. is yeah. ca- cratering in quality, yeah. like, our, our films are worse our, our well no i like, think it's also everything that, like, is worse i i think that um our conceptual is art is worse <laughs> but there's also this connection with like what you're protesting and the piece that you are yeah. vandalizing in order to get attention on that you know that's right like what good is it to have a guernica if we go and have vietnam you know and I wish um, I wish we can get Lucia on the horn for this discussion <laughs> yeah. um, because Lucia has so many opinions on this that are like way more thought out because Lucia yeah, is an oil true. painter. Yeah. And like, <laughs> like, and to ape some of what Lucia has said on this show before and, and, and stuff, but like, there is this certain like um, escapist, mm-hmm. like, like, push it all off onto art to fix the problem um, mentality that happens because people don't understand how to build power in other ways other than these giant media spectacles, which don't actually build power. They're they're, um, at best can maybe mobilize some stuff, but is mostly liberal awareness projects, um, which don't do fucking anything um, except for like, whitewash the children of the oil fortune like barons you know they can at (laughs) times um awaken a tiny spark uh would love would love that but but would love that because i think that has probably happened to a lot of uh leftists where they were kind of primed they were at least primed by um being given really idealistic language that then gets totally disappointed. Um, so there's, but I, you know, obviously. But people, you know, I these children, think. they're not taught how to do a good conceptual piece. This isn't taught <laughs> properly anymore. I didn't get the feeling that they were actually artists, but no. I could be wrong on that. They, um, they, they seemed more just like. Well, it should people, be part students. of regular history too. Uh, you know, it, this any, mm-hmm. like the stuff 
that like radical groups in the seventies did like along with, you know, uh, organized labor unions and, and these other avenues where the left had a lot more power to the painting. Yeah, no, got to, you know, just do the wall for some reason and like very awkwardly. I don't get that the was gluing. like the one really good criticism I saw of it was like they should have really practiced. You should have that glue open and practiced. ready. You should you, you got to cor- you got to yes. block it out a little bit. It was like John shit. No, that's a good the, critique. One of the arrested development writers but like <laughs> No, that's the thing. Your if you're going to do spectacle, yeah. if you're going to do a do big a spectacle. performance piece like Take a performance art class, <laughs> like, go, go. or just a dance class. School, go to school. To, you don't need to get into the like. I think you should. I think you should learn history. I think you yeah, should definitely learn, learn a, a history of performance art because that's also like something. I I also am of the. I mean, my thing, my whole thing about performance was was you know the history of performance art is just a history of documentation of performance art and that's yeah, that's fair. the thing that needs to be compelling enough to live on and i it's um, true because the gag um like uh documentation isn't great um right, exactly yeah it's like pretty good like you can get some stuff it's but, but it's not like striking but i think like this is why like stuff like um nathan nathan for you the rehearsal mm-hmm. like it, it 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 pierces is because it's you know it's 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 done in the traditional commercial right uh style <laughs> that people know, uh, like you know know understand. how to share know how yeah. to see know how to understand yeah. um if some of the shit that gag like oh that'd be a funny fucking bit if we had like an art history sketch show and we did like reenactments of gag things like as if it was a nathan hbo (laughs) that'd be so sick uh my my other snl parody my i have an snl john wilson parody idea called (laughs) called hey gay people where it's like john wilson documentary style but it's like like hey hey gay people when you're when you're coming out of the eagle in your in your in your full puppy play gear and you're like like I and I want to like make him narrate it and like write it. Like, I know I should do it. Let's pitch. get it. My little pitch. We get the uh yeah, season two. Or no, season two is already there's no gay season- people on Josh. <laughs> you gay know what's people? funny though is we that his ex it. his ex-girlfriend looks extremely gay. That was the the most I mean, gay thing. Yeah. But all Ridgewood. of all of okay, that's extremely Ridgewood. All yeah. of the like that straight, bowl cut, yeah, straight, straight couples, look, yeah, that look like two gay people, yeah, 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 straight <laughs> people who look like two gay people, Ridgewood, a hundred percent, yes, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> I mean, that's like our art school affect in general. That's not just Ridgewood. Any any neighborhood that has like a lot of art kids, but I feel I like yeah, them. Ridgewood is now definitely more art student than Bushwick was is. Oh God! I mean, well, the other aspect to it is the lit literati literature, right? Yeah. Oh, oh right. <laughs> Which I, I can't even touch. I don't even know how to. Yeah, to go. art directors. I don't even know what to say to them. Copywriters. <laughs> they make me feel like I'm like three years old when they talk to me. I'm like. Who is Donna Tart? 
I don't understand. <laughs> sometimes, and I've maybe expressed this on the pod before, but sometimes when people start talking about contemporary authors, I feel a little bad because I'm like, yeah, but you know, there's like a lot of good books already written, right? <laughs> Have you read Madame Bovary? It's really good. Meanwhile, I'm like, there's so there's basically an infinite amount of books that are already vetted to be good, and you don't need to discover if it's good or not. Somebody already okay. knows that for you. But I, I'm like that with manga too. Like, there's all of this like amazing <laughs> old manga, but then I'm like, oh fuck, Chainsaw Man's yeah. got an anime. <laughs> <laughs> so I get it. It's yeah. like it's just that, but for like, I know how to read a word on a page, and um, and I want the whatever. new one. That understands my own I want sensibilities. Yeah. I, I want I want to see like some life adjacent to mine written in a prose yes. style that I like. Do you think Chain Ma Chain Chain Ma Chain Ma, Chain Ma San? Um mm-hmm. do you think that Chain Ma San will um last the test of time? Uh sometimes the biggest this was a, a thing I encountered recently where I was like, what the hell is this? this anime called fairy tale and then i was looking it up and was like oh it was the number one manga and anime for like six years in 2009 it's a one piece ripoff fairy tales a one piece ripoff and one piece will stand the test like it was number one for years and i like no staying power whatsoever um i haven't i haven't read chainsaw man's not over yet right so i guess we'll see i mean from the short story the the one-off that I read of his um, that was about like the movie, but it was also making a movie, but also about like, I really liked it. It was about like being a Vera to Nabokov and how it's like actually kind of evil. Yeah. I was into that. It's really good. Yeah. It's it's really good. good. And And sad. uh, And sad. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well it's, it's like, it's, this is very good. And it helps that like draws like a maniac, just insanely good drafts person. I think, Chainsaw Man is hitting on a lot of legendary status. Like, I don't know if it's legendary status. I think One Piece, <laughs> One Piece is legendary status. Like straight yeah. up. Yeah. Like, uh, Chainsaw Man, I think is going to be a no- notable, notable historically of like, yeah, capturing a, a feeling, yeah, of like I think it's of loneliness because it's about yeah. that feel when Nojia. Right. I think it, it 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 does a really good job of being about that feel of of no GF and then you, and then he just like me for real and and he just like he just like me he just like me for real yeah <laughs> um because like it I I I'm just not sure if it's gonna like stand <laughs> beside that but it, it well the thing about like the soup the superhero aspect like the parody superhero aspect of it um. Of it being like, um, like so so violent, like so over the top, like people are craving that Mm -hmm. combined with deep emotional resonance. Yeah, and like, I I get why, and it and it's and it's it'll stand up against the like just straight up like propaganda bullshit because it's very anti-war, and it and it. I think it materially makes more sense to people than like the lies that a a lot of other mainstream things that scratch that itch 
try to tell people like it's not it's not trying to say like um work work with the cops to be a chainsaw man you know like it's not maybe, trying to do yeah that. maybe maybe it can i mean maybe like a an, a, a spot like death note maybe yeah, not that big but i think death note definitely scratched a similar itch i think it's yeah. kind of the new death note yeah more than anything because it was another else. just i do think there is merit to just having just having an insanely fucking well drawn uh manga and yeah and well, that was, yeah, that was the thing that i feel like never got addressed in death note or i don't know i just like it it was it was beautiful oh. like the that's the thing yeah was off it's, the charts yeah it's kind of crazy that we never got like that good of a death note anime like, that's anime exactly exactly good. it doesn't hit on how how but there's new I death mean, note even, content yeah. there's new they're they're making yeah. new death note uh manga um, uh, that's bad th- there's one that's really funny <laughs> that um the president of the united states gets oh that tight <laughs> fuck yeah he gets got <laughs> no he gets a death note. <laughs> if i maybe i'm wrong i forget what it is exactly it's like something like that it, it's if joe biden it, got a death note <laughs> Yeah, but it was Trump. It was Trump. Wow. It was Trump. Of course. It'd be, well, that's like, of course, it'd be Trump. But like, what if Joe Biden got a death note? <laughs> what would he even do? He'd write cancer and then it wouldn't work. because he's. <laughs> he'd be writing down like weird nicknames of people and it wouldn't work. And he'd be like, what? I, but I am writing his name down. Oh, I can God. see his face in my mind. <laughs> Who would he even? He wouldn't. Would he? I didn't even know who he would write down. Like who would? Would he write down? Like legitimately? Like Hunter? Like, no, he loves <laughs> no, Hunter. I know he loves Hunter. Yeah, put him out of his misery. He loves Hunter. He does. He's That's too the, Catholic. Yeah. I think he's too Catholic oh. to write anybody down. <laughs> That's actually not a bad. Yeah. That's the, a question we're gonna have to post. <laughs> yeah. The, no Biden right in the death. Yeah, the perfect people to talk about um Christians and raised atheist and a Jew. Like <laughs> I mean, I I was also I was fucked up. I was raised both Catholic and Jewish oh, and that's an atheist. The worst of all worlds. Actually, it doesn't it's not, really make no, sense. But... No, it kinda is. It's I I, I mean I, it definitely yeah. made me who I am today. <laughs> you could well, it could you could have been Pentecostal. It could be worse. It could no, it could be worse. Be worse. Yeah, yeah, I. You could my, always, you could always be on a, a Mennonite colony in Paraguay. Oh, Crazy. Um, yeah. <laughs> I just had to go to catechism because my mom couldn't afford babysitters. So. Oh yeah, <laughs> so per- like, yeah. <laughs> on Wednesdays, like every Wednesday. <laughs> you were the. <laughs> you were the kid on uh, on the rehearsal. <laughs> was like, oh for sure parents do that shit all the time yeah cheap was whatever jesus, cheap. didn't the jews kill jesus <laughs> <laughs> we got kicked out of, we got we did get kicked out of the catholic church because they caught on um they, they caught like, on that my mom was a too liberal many pickles they did catch on i i, I think i had complained about <laughs> Um, there's all these. There was all of this violent anti-abortion Im- imagery that oh, yeah. Would be I scary. was like, I don't want to go to catechism anymore, Mom. It 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 it's scary. It's I don't like it. Yeah, 
<laughs> that was my uh, no lie. That was my uh, public high school health education. Uh, Texas baby. Wow. Oh yeah. Anyway, um, welcome to Art and Labor. What did we even talk about? Did we get to everything? We got to the Van Gogh shit. We're good. I I am. Um, oh well. What what piece do you think they should have souped? Should they should they soup a piece? What it, what does it even mean? I mean, to soup that's a piece? the thing. It's like you got to honestly. I would just say go for the Mona Lisa. It's I one mean, people, earth. It's all going to be, we're all going to be dead in 200 years. Like that painting is not lasting. Just get it now. Do it for real. I mean, I can understand that with the logistics involved in that would be like ungodly. And also you have to have really good aim. Cause it's like the size of like, your eight by 10 school photo. There's always but, a lot of people around it. Too. And there's always a lot of people around, but there were a lot of people. I mean, the sunflowers, uh, my whole thing is like people don't tourists visit. Okay. Yeah. But you know, but they probably also the had to tourists go for should something get that was in got also the tourists should get some soup on them. Yeah. Like, that's fine. Um, <laughs> and tear it, tear it to pieces. But also okay. like, I don't know. I'm how kind much, of against, like, I'm kind of against like destroying the old yeah. masters. I'm, I'm pro, <laughs> I'm pro, like, we've written so much about these mm. things that, like, future people are going to be really annoyed if it's, yeah. like, destroyed in a war, like a lot of yeah. the artifacts yeah. in the Levant or whatever. Like, I well, I have the, like, I have the horrible, because I've said it on, on the pod before, but when I was making $20,000 chandeliers and watching a video of the Spanish civil war and footage mm -hmm. of people dragging all of the furniture, all this like incredibly artisanal furniture into the city squares of, uh, of, you know, Barcelona or whatever, and just setting the whole shit on fire, like just <laughs> burning up all of these people's possessions. And I was like, I wish it was me. I wish, I wish. Yes. That fan, the, the, but the that's power fan like the thing that I made. I want people to destroy those, but that's not, yeah, that's, that's not fair. The cultural the revolution point. fantasy. Yeah. I'm all for, <laughs> a cult I'm all for the cultural revolution <laughs> fantasy. I just think it's a conservative way to have yeah. a cultural revolution. Yeah. I think it is. If, if you have to think about culture, what culture is now, yeah. like you got to get on the Nassim Saab's <laughs> train of thought and go after YouTube. You have to get, go after the Amazon server Whoa, farms. Hostile takeover of the Mr. Beast channel. Hostile, where's anonymous? Hundred percent. Where's like yeah? Where's like the terrorist black mask organization? Yeah. yeah. Like hostile takeover of the YouTube stream key for Mr. Beast. Like that's yeah. what I want. Like those are my fantasies. If we're talking like yeah, cult like like what culture deserves to be destroyed that guy is a fucking psychopath, uh, a psychopath yeah. who is like hurting children like yeah. like it's and it's the most popular content in, like in the world i'm well and and it's hurting but it children. also might not be that's always my thing with oh youtube my God. I know, but yeah. Um, anyway. But it's, it is because it's taking it. It's, it it's getting yeah. them addicted to fucking gambling. It's getting their. Yeah. It's like indebting their parents by like buying subscriptions to fucking like these all of these fucking streamers. Like I like mm -hmm. I, you know turning people into hikikomori. Like that's harmful. That's harmful. It is, yeah. Like <laughs> I agree. I I'm willing to be brave and say that it's bad that we're turning. Americans into hikikomori. 
it's not healthy to live that way. Heart and labor. Um, I think it's okay to be a hikikomori sometimes. Sometimes you need it. Sometimes it's it's okay. Sometimes that's a time of personal development. To have seasonal effectiveness disorder, it's okay. It's fine. Yeah, for sure. Like, Um, but it's like sometimes you need to. Sometimes you need to just like go away for a year and then come back as a different, entirely different person. That's right. You could transition yeah. if you want to, yeah. and I'm all for that. But it's like, if if you know your your self, if you're doing self harm in there, no, that's, that's not, it's it's, it's self harm. Yeah. Like, and yeah. uh, and I just like I think like a lot of the way the dominant um, like streamer culture operates is like harming their viewers and intentionally so as a way to sustain the projects like to keep them going it's like so if there needs to be a cultural revolution it's there it's you know taking kids to the museum and learning about how painting happened um is cool (laughs) like and is like a way to help to help children figure out something to do with their hands besides like buy shit be in on Minecraft that phone all day, all day. they should actually i would oh my god can you imagine just like a bunch of kids um in uh in the tape uh cracking open an egg on their arm and using the yolk to make like old school tempera paint that's how they did it back in the day dude that's wholesome adorable they, to, they should learn like that's some steiner school shit like that's yeah. like how you have the it's like how you do teach children. the house uh albers uh color program seriously <laughs> seriously like you want kids to be engaged in fun colors and fun shapes don't put on the YouTube spider-man elsa five-figure family <laughs> algorithm for like 40 hours a day um make them learn how to use gouache give them paint like make them frustrated but like you know it it all comes down to like the people's particular situations where they're overworked underpaid they don't have time for child care so give ipad child care they don't have time they they live in rented apartments Mm -hmm. with strict rules where it's like oh my god if my kid gets a crown on the wall i'm gonna get evicted you know like yeah like it's hostile the whole world is hostile to to our to our children and and to all working people like and it's fucked like and and like you know and i just don't think that the sunflowers was was the one i I understand why no i don't um attack the nft convention infiltrate the fucking (laughs) nft convention and destroy their stupid um neo bull or whatever that you see the cyber they made like the the wall street bull but like cybernetic and like i didn't see that but there is something i think like think of it as its own integrated um like the the piece that you're going for as an integrated part of what you're doing you know um yes i just uh, and I and I would make it clear true. that I am way too much of a pussy to do what they did. Um, oh, a hundred percent. I'm not trying to fuck up my life and go to jail. Like, <laughs> but if you are, then think about it a bit more. You exactly. If you are gonna go to jail for it, you deserve to um, 
you deserve to have made a good piece. I would love <laughs> you to do a, that. I would love to do a comparison essay between like, <laughs> like, yeah. like, a, like, we can't have good shit anymore. We don't have good. We don't have good conceptual, uh, like media spectacle pieces anymore. It, it, like, it's it's <laughs> you know, you know, this is the decline of civilization. <laughs> Just, you know, even consider, I don't know, um, go, go walk over and just fucking, oh God, oh God, I can't. No. Um, I'm panicking. No. Well, which guy? Just go over oh, and yeah. just fucking kick the dust pile. Well, yeah, that, well, that's what I was getting at with the bull thing too, yeah. is like, you know, whatever hero put a dent in the Wall Street bull, like. <laughs> Have at that thing. Have at that thing over and over and over again. Oh, Relentlessly yeah. attack the Wall Street bull over and over and you over heard it again. Here on art and labor, <laughs> break it, break it again, make them replace it over and like, over again. Over and over again. Like that's Rest like it to it, shit. what better like no who's gonna give a shit? Like that shit yeah. is is not an old masters. It's just a fucking brass piece of shit. That well, has been replicated here, a million give, times. Give the guys who have to fucking make it over and over again at the foundries, local artisans, give them some extra work. Yes. By make them keep the making bowl. it. Make them keep making it. <laughs> that money's going into the pockets of artists. But yeah, I know I'm against that. And I'm, and I, you know, I am on principle against there's like, cause there's also the new Jimmy Carr project that was announced. Like the, the British are, are developing a, a, they're going a TV show insane. where they're like, they're, they're the, you know, they have their whole like quiz show shit over there because yeah. they have like, you know, public television so they can like have these like more. And they can't just tell jokes. They have to have an activity. Involved. Yeah. You have to think about it. You yeah. have to, th you have to use your brain. And um, so the new one is like capitalizing on the like, this same type of like art discourse over and over again each week where it's like they'll have like a, a specialist like a, or a historian um and and they'll have they'll they'll fight each other like the historians will fight each other on like we should burn this hitler painting or we should not burn this hitler painting yeah. and here's why or like why not like so that's just gonna be like television every week um <sighs> And like a bunch of insufferable media commentary <laughs> um, that will then, yeah, reify the project over and over again um, for the rest of our lives, I guess. <laughs> Would love to see Heat of Strayel on the, <laughs> on the like BBC <laughs> quiz Maybe show. we should like start a letter writing campaign. I think it'd be Hito, funny. Please write about this show. I, I think it'd be please funny. Please tell us what's going on. Help us. Like, is it like there's part of me that like in a like kind of lava lamp way, like yeah, it's kind of cool watching stuff burn or whatever, and like that it becomes then that becomes its own art piece. Like the art piece of the Hitler painting being burned is also going to be turned into an art piece. Um, it's like you're never gonna <laughs> the Fluxus. They proved it. Uh, you're never gonna get to escape. A commodification if you try to make your piece some little slips of paper 
they'll fucking uh, crawl and then, around on the and ground then what will it do right paper up and sell it yeah if there's like, less if there's less hitler paintings or whatever then all the ones the hitler painting burning all the ones still in existence are just gonna shoot up in value and shoot up in interest as well like 100 percent, it'll shoot up in interest like people will be like oh we gotta go look at this before it burns like oh my god can you imagine how um actually i'm a little no it must have there must have already been a thriving neo-nazi economy around buying hitler paintings right it has to have been yeah yeah there's like nazi memorabilia black markets and stuff yeah um (laughs) those all exist i mean yeah soup soup one of those i don't know i don't know soup soup a a nazi uniform i don't know why not who cares um because then it's like union go crazy Obviously. Do something really wild and wacky. Do something really kooky, like organize your building and yeah. your workplace. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, it's also, it's that, like, I I think we are past the point at which people don't know and aren't scared of climate. I mean, maybe that's just me and my bubble because um, people certainly don't. No, I think it. you're like, right. It's the scariest thing that's, but I think on some level, almost everybody feels the the boot on their neck about awareness i I think is stupid i think awareness is like not ever of like i think that that's why like i awareness is a liberal project awareness is like a oh we're working within the system that has completely disenfranchised people but if we just like bring enough awareness to people then we can win at the at the fucked up system that is entirely against us if people only knew and could participate, people fucking know, dude. <laughs> like that's yeah. Not, yeah. There's not <laughs> you reach people. Like you reach people by wielding power. Like you have to wield power. And get there's in no shortcut. You gotta start getting some as wins. Jane Jane McAlevey says, there is mm-hmm. no shortcuts like to building power. It's like arduous. Uh, it's a lot of conflict. It's a lot of uh, uh, stuff that'll give you a fucking stomach ulcer. I tell you that. <laughs> um, and but it's a lot easier if like a lot of other people are doing it with you and can like share the burden and share the work. Like, so it's like the more people who are participating, not in like stupid awareness projects, but in um building like building power in tangible ways that bring pe- bring people material benefit it gets easier because those mate- material benefits then stack and make it mm-hmm. free you up to 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 do other stuff the type of shit that we fought for um over the years in regards to like tenants rights allowed us to keep fighting for tenants rights you know and like you know things little things like getting the unemployment checks out during covid would not have happened without organizing like a hundred percent and we would have gotten a lot more if we had been more organized we would have had more in those moments that the the when the pressure is ready to be applied 
Um, yeah. That's what it takes. Like it's not, it's never going to be, it's never going to be the, the one art piece that um, <laughs> well, and, <laughs> changes and, everything. Um, the one person that, the one right. Greta Thunberg. We're going to get the perfect little like the perfect little girl to Long, admonish us pigtail. Yeah. the right way and then that'll do it. No. Where is she at? What happened? She just interviewed Bjork. Her and Bjork oh. did an interview together. All right, I'll watch that. <laughs> I well, I think it was like a I think it was like some fucking publication or something. Yeah, and it's not very good. Oh. <laughs> it's that's too bad. It's all right. I'm like I'm glad like they're they're both kind of Scandinavian yeah well they're both they're both (laughs) kind of like coming to some similar conclusions about like um you know the you know just putting pressure on politicians isn't quite doing anything but I don't don't think they have like real well it's it's that like I I don't hate actions I don't like I, I think that um terrorism is not the uh not the entire strategy but i think uh there there is something to be said about really beautiful well-placed um protests um but well, you I, need a you, you i think it helps to have a, a some some part of the media apparatus on your side the vast majority of the media apparatus is of course um ruling class media yeah. uh fourth estates <laughs> um, yeah and and was mostly just mocking them um right there but, but the part of like another like realization i've come to is like like there was like a, a a thread kind of like rehashing a lot of like nypd whistleblower shit to try to like illustrate to people like there's no reforming this look at mm-hmm. like you know, there is this one cop who was trying to reform the stuff and like all of the other cops uh, involuntarily checked him into a mental hospital Tight. and then made a challenge coin about it. And, Tight. Like, you know, like these cool. like so that story was going around and like the only reason that like a- any of us know that story at all is because of like local journalists in local media outlets doing the like hard work to report on that story and you know the village voice is no longer a thing and there's like there's a reason why whenever like a media outlet is able to actually like apply pressure or like have a a coherent political orientation they get destroyed and everyone gets laid off and it gets (laughs) you know like like that's like like there's a reason why this happens and Mm. and so if if like it sucks to like have to like remake some of that stuff and coalesce around that again but it is on us to do that and it like does get back to like the the agency that we have in our neighborhoods um to do stuff like that and it's not not just like um make a trotskyist paper and hand it out no, like really, um, really commit to where you live and really get to understanding it and promote the things that are important to to promote and admonish the things that are important to admonish. 
um, because we, yeah, it's time, it, you know, gatekeep, baby, just gate, like, <laughs> you know, not in a like, not in a like, oh, you're, you're, you just moved here and you're a renter, fuck you. No, in, in a, hey, you just moved here and we're all renters and we're all, trying to organize for x y and z in this neighborhood i have some literature you might be interested in (laughs) um you know and and like little and like little things like um do you uh know how to tip service workers (laughs) (laughs) if you don't tip service workers um you 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 might they get die. spit on. You <laughs> might you might get fucking like you might get some vitriol thrown at you. Have you, you seen? Be... I feel like there is a kind of this is where like the dumbest shit on earth I think is an op mm. is like all of the. I feel like there's this cultural backlash against um, the. Would you like to tip a dollar, two dollars, three dollars? No, no, yes. We 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 were passing this around in the Topos chat. The like, yeah. Um, the there's like these that, like articles. isn't it so shitty that people are like, and you feel bad now when you don't tip, and like, oh my god, New York Times, tip, baby, the worst, the New York Crimes, like, yeah, promoting that shit, promoting the like, oh, uh, it should be illegal to have a suggested tip for the book, oh my god, like, like, or whatever, like fuck you. Just like I just scumbags. Yeah, like I mean, especially with a with a coffee. Like, come on. Like Like, the thing is, like, if you were really broke and cheap, you would not be at a coffee shop. The thing, yeah, I don't. Rich people, rich people do remind us over and over. It's not an ableist thing. Like anyone can make cheap coffee. It is the simplest thing in the entire like. (laughs) You have a dollar. You have an extra dollar. It's really not it's, hard to tip. You're already paying three bucks. You're already paying five bucks. Just fucking another dollar. And that's the thing with the with the media. If like, oh, like, like, it's not that media doesn't do anything. Like, obviously, the Times prints that shit because they want to influence things a yeah. certain way. Uh, like, it, it it's it's fucked. It's fucked. Like, so it's like, why why don't we have our own shit back? Where it's like. Actually, you're like a double scumbag if you don't tip two dollars. <laughs> Actually, uh, one dollar isn't enough anymore, and it should be two dollars and fifty cents, or else yeah. you're uh, uh, you're canceled and <laughs> you're over. <laughs> we just raise the keep raising the stakes Look, because inflation. <laughs> So I don't I th- know. I that, think we got it. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm that. I, I will say that is why I'm glad I have a podcast so I can fucking <laughs> mouth off because I can't scream not. into the void. And if you want to scream at me, you can come to Topos because now everyone fucking knows I work at Topos or whatever. <laughs> and um, I'm doing an event on Friday with Alex Crocus and oh and uh, and Jensen and Grayson and uh, like all of these great cartoonists are going to do a comics reading and it's gonna be a big delight and alex alex is awesome 
I was, he he was alone in, when I lived in a horrible apartment that we all called the K hole, which then after I actually took ketamine, I was like, wow, this is actually much nicer than living in that house. Um, (laughs) no, that's a, that's a, you know, a crack house is different than a K hole house. A K hole. Um, it, and, uh, (laughs) and I was in, you know, my, my dark college days, just trying to play shadow of the colossus in this windowless room of our living room and everybody else was like this is stupid looking and alex Kirkus was like you know a lot of my illustrator friends are really into this game i was like all right alex (laughs) (laughs) the only yeah that's how you know trendsetter (laughs) tastemaker and we got to use it for good, baby, because look at look at all the fucking followers Alex has now. It's fucking crazy. I love it. It's great. Yeah. I mean, he's got the Vice.com bump, which, you know. Well, I mean, I, it, we got to get on this. Like, this is yeah. like we're we're going to we're going to they're going to recoup us. We're going to recoup back. We're going to bite back. This is my new thing. I'm going to do a I'm going to do pop team epic on Vice. I'm going to do pop team epic on Vice. So for hard. for girls. <laughs> they they try to do they try to do vice two they try to yeah. do vice two already with the dime square people right. and then they're trying to do make ridgewood like dime square junior but mm-hmm. we're not gonna we're, we're not gonna fucking let that happen like you know well it's because everyone in ridgewood is 28 and we're not gonna also. let them do z's more core either we're going we're going to be queen's nationalists and we're going to make our fucking lines in the sand <laughs> we're gonna be like if you come from my spanish-speaking neighbors i will end your life yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm not like, you know, I'm not trying to say like in a violent way, in a like, I will I will talk about how shitty of a person you are forever you to everybody to I know. don't complain ever about guys playing dominoes. All no. right? You're not Because I've seen people do it. And That's it's like, fucked. get over yourself. Where else are you going to play dominoes, really? Think about it logically, idiots. Yeah. Oh, you worried about gambling? Maybe your fucking child shouldn't be playing Fortnite, you moron. <laughs> I, okay, we got it. Just, just play us out. Play us out. All right, like, let's, the, let's have fun. Let's see have you guys. Fun. Uh, nowadays, I won't kill you. I'll be nice. Let's have fun. Let's have fun. Let's have fun. Lots of fun.